the national champion is clad in you know. big orange. Alabama does it. National championship number 18. 13 in all. Absolute perfection. 20 Sports Radio Hour, a visit with Drake Holly and friends talking about the magical world of sports in Middle Tennessee. And good afternoon and welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio by my good friend Coach Mike, and uh, he's working the boards for us so we can stay uh, nice and clear and crisp as you all listen to 101.7 WKOM straight out of Columbia, Columbia, Tennessee. And congratulations to the Central Columbia Central High Lions as they were victorious in their version of TNF Thursday night football as uh, the Lincoln County Falcons came to Columbia and played uh, our Lions at uh, Lindsey Nelson Stadium on Jim Cartwright Field. And uh, like I said, the Lions came out victorious, 35-19. to 19, And they will uh, head into the postseason on a winning note, Coach. Yeah, it was an interesting game last night. Uh, Lincoln County came out and really kind of punched them in the mouth. Uh, their mm-hmm. opening drive, uh, they went uh, – 80 yard, I think it was, yeah, 80 yards mm-hmm. on a drive, just capped off by a big pass play. Uh, but the coach Stone and his defense made a couple of corrections. It was yeah. a, it was a messed up, you know, reaction to a pass that that allowed them to score. They made their corrections and basically uh, shut them down, except for one series in the second half. Yeah. Um, and uh, hats hats off to Coach Stone and his defensive crew. Uh, they've they've done a really good job this year. Uh, of shutting down opposing offenses and the 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 offensive crew has been moving uh well uh few few gaps here and there but you know again offense is a lot more difficult to to set up and and run so it's usually expected to be a little bit rougher as far as uh efficiency is concerned and i tell you what what was on full display last night were a couple of good what I thought were good quality up and coming quarterbacks in uh, Maddox yeah. Franklin, sophomore for Lincoln County, uh, could throw the ball accurate, yeah. strong arm, uh, and Columbia's uh, Burton Moore. Yeah, he was our player of the game. We gave him uh, the player of the game award. He stepped in. He managed the game, threw some beautiful deep passes to Jordan Davis couple of touchdown passes uh, didn't make any mistakes um, and managed the game well for Columbia and was a big reason why Columbia came out uh, victorious last night yeah they uh, like you said managed the game well mixed uh, mixed up things well his touch on those long passes to to Jordan perfect. was perfect I mean, it was right on spot on uh, Another person that's been the game of the week for you know, player of the week, excuse sure. me, uh, for for Central for several games and and probably could have made a big case was uh, Caden McCoy. Oh yeah, we, we and, 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 and you know 
it's well documented. He's having one of those years. He's well, just be, having a fantastic year. Had another big night, uh, hundred and uh, I think it was hundred and seventy some yards right. on like eighteen carries or, or so something. The, so the single sing, <clears throat> excuse me, the single season rushing record for Columbia Central High School is held by Ronnie Pillow, and that was in actually the record he's chasing is the career rushing record. Oh, the career rushing. Okay. Well, he he's close. He's fairly close to the single season. He's okay. still got to have about three hundred yards okay. for the single well, season. I but stand, I stand corrected. But the career rushing record is he's only hundred and seven yards right. away. He's a hundred. He's one hundred and uh, Cade McCoy is one hundred and seven yards away from Mr. Pillow's career rushing record at Columbia Central High School. Yeah. And uh, it's been held for since 1993. That's right. So it's been it's a pretty long time. Been a time. <laughs> it's been standing there for a pretty good while and uh, uh Mr. McCoy is uh I don't know if Mr. Pillow is sweating or not. I'm sure he doesn't mind having a uh his record broken, but I mean I think everybody that sets a record like that you'd like it to stand, but it's yeah. been standing uh for 30 years and uh I think these folks around here are ready to see somebody else take over the, the throne, and, so to speak. And with a good performance next week. And, and quite frankly, uh, Columbia Central <laughs> matches up well with Centennial. They're going to Centennial okay. uh, to to play. Uh, Centennial's the, uh, I guess, the number two team because we're coming, coming in as number three. Okay. Uh, in our in our region there so we go to number two centennial and uh but we match up pretty well with them you know as far as our strengths against their weaknesses their strengths against our weaknesses we match up well um and if he has the nights that he has been having he'll he'll take that record and has a shot has an outside shot at the single season record so uh you know, big big kudos okay. to him and congratulations to congratulations McCoy and his Burton offensive Moore line uh, who has, whole- has helped him uh, do that. Uh, you know, accomplish that con- considerably. Uh, again, congratulations to the Burton Moore uh, also and Coach Goff and, and all and and the whole and you yeah. and the whole uh, Columbia Central High School staff uh, football program. Yeah. They they turned a good around year. from a three and seven record last year to they flipped that into right seven now. and three and. Uh, you know, and moving they, in with momentum into the playoffs. Things are starting to look up, so stay tuned as we carry um, the rest of Columbia Central football games on into the playoffs on 103.7, the sister station, to the station you're listening to now, obviously, 101.7. Now, speaking of going into the playoffs, we have a our Murray County Public Schools game of the week tonight. And that's going to be Loretta visiting uh, the Mount Pleasant Tigers. Another tremendous matchup uh, sure. with with playoff implications. Uh, this is for the regional championship, okay. our season championship. Loretta's coming in undefeated, nine and zero, and leading the region. Uh, Mount Pleasant is is coming in at eight and one. If they can beat. Uh, if they can beat Loretto, then of course they'll obviously be tied at nine and one. And then by beating Mount, uh, excuse me, Loretto, Mount Pleasant will have the head-to-head matchup as far as the tiebreaker is concerned. Yeah. And uh, so, big game tonight. Huge, and, uh, huge you know, game uh, with with the idea that uh, home team home team through the playoffs there you go. is on the line here. And the Murray County Public Schools game day show will begin promptly at 5.30 on this channel, 101.7 on this signal, 
101.7 WKON FM as we start the game day show at 5.30. and run about it 30 right, minutes after we get done here. That's right. And run it, run it in about 30 minutes. And then we're going to run right up to kickoff at 7 o'clock. And then Coach Mike, Barry Duke, and myself will be handling the game, uh, uh, the play-by-play and the color analysis there. Um, and we will also be following Mount Pleasant through the playoffs, from what I understand. Well, we'll, we'll at least have their home game. You know, uh, we'll have their home games through the playoffs. We'll see. Again, uh, we, we have to look at broadcasting restrictions and, and stuff like that through okay. the playoffs. That's what we're investigating but that right now. Any playoff games they have in Mount Pleasant, yes, we will carry. We'll probably more than – yes, we'll so more Mount than likely Pleasant carry fans, those. Just stay tuned to the station. We'll keep you informed right here on the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. We will definitely keep you informed on what's coming up programming-wise and hopefully we can follow them through the playoffs if they do have to play away. But, again, we're, we're investigating that, and we'll have to wait and see what, what's going to be allowed. Okay. Um, tonight, uh, 7 o'clock, first pitch of the World Series between the Arizona Diamondbacks as they visit the Texas Rangers in Arlington, Texas. And um, the Rangers, as far as betting-wise, are minus 160. So you got to put up 160 bucks to win 100 if you think the Rangers are going to win tonight. Slightly favored, huh? So, yeah, a little bit, <laughs> a little bit. And but if you think Arizona, of if you think Arizona D-backs, the, the Snakes are going to win, then uh, you put up 100 bucks and you get back 135. And the favored so, teams have not been faring too well in these playoffs. The favored teams have not been faring too no. well in these playoffs. Um, you know, Atlanta come in heavily favored. Phillies came in favored. The road uh, team, yeah. the visitor has been has been kind of pulling off the pulling off the upsets. I mean, yeah. you, you look at you look at what the D-backs did to Philadelphia. They won two in a row and forced a game 7 and win the obviously the game 7, 6 and 7 at Philadelphia. In a very hostile so, citizens, very bank, hostile citizens bank park in Philadelphia, and uh, that's tough to do. And plus, plus the fact that the heroes for the Arizona Diamondbacks and the heroes for the Texas Rangers are all uh, relatively young, young rookie, uh, two-year players, three-year players. I mean, these guys, so they might not really understand what they're doing. You I, know what I mean? I think they've got a pretty good idea well, what they're doing. But, I, it, but I, I, you know, so the, the impact of what they're doing. But, again, usually the impact that they're having comes with with experience. And they're they're – they're getting those impacts before they really get a lot of experience. Right. Like you said, they're very young players and stepping up into and, the and playing great. Light. I mean, the spotlight, like, I mean, it's just they're doing some incredible things. Tonight, Zach Gallen will start for the Arizona Cardinals. He is 2-2 two and two in the postseason. And for the Texas Rangers, Nathan Eovaldi, uh, who the Rangers got from the Boston Red Sox this season, um, is 4-0. and oh. In the in the playoffs, and they both have the exact same ERA, a two point four two ERA, and uh, with the tonight's over under total runs uh, is eight and a half runs. And remember what I tell you: the lower the run total, the more likely it is to go Stay under. Low. So, uh, but I tell you, once you get to this point in the World Series, you've got such good pitching, coach. 
that you won't see much of any of the run totals going over nine runs. I mean, that's very, a, that, very rarely. That's I about mean, it. Uh, now, back in the old days, uh, you used to see I used to see over under runs six and a half, seven. Uh, that was back in the days of John Smoltz and the Braves pitching and and some just some light. Lights out, out. pitching uh, going well, on. Well, in, in any given any given ball game, great pitching will overcome great sure. hitting and defense. And, pitching and, and defense. defense, yeah. I mean, and, you know. and so uh, that that typically what happens. Uh, usually, w- when a hitter makes an impact, it's because a pitcher first made a mistake. Right. Well, let's. And, and we want to remind our listeners that the Fall Classic, the World Series, is a best of seven series. Um. And the format on on how they play at each team's stadium um, is two, three, and two. So they'll play two games in Texas, then they'll go three games to Arizona, and, and it, if it's necessary, then they'll go two back. Two more games back in they'll Texas. They'll come two more games back in Texas. So a two-three-two format, best of seven uh, tonight. Zach Gallen goes up against Nathan Eovaldi, and I tell you what. Uh, on the gambling side, uh, yesterday I was talking about some MVP wagers that you can make, and I, I use FanDuel, uh, and we're not – you can use any betting site you would like, but if you pull up World Series, uh, they'll have some categories underneath there, uh, player awards, uh, player specials, however they list it, and they'll list uh, MVP odds – for all the different players on the different on on each team, and um, you know Nathan Eovaldi, coach, he's four and zero in the playoffs. Let me let me give a little campaign speech for Eovaldi. Okay, first of all, he's fourteen to one odds. So if you put a hundred dollars down on him, you're going to get back fourteen hundred. That fourteen to one plus the hundred dollars you bet, so you get back fifteen hundred dollars on a hundred dollar bet on Eovaldi. He's four and zero in the playoffs. Now, I know what he did in the playoffs prior doesn't make a difference in the World Series, but it kind of does because people don't forget about that. People don't forget about how well he he's performed already in the postseason with a four well, also, with a four and record. There's there's also the very real thing of called momentum. Right. And you know, he's he's hot right now. He's in a rhythm. Uh and he's feeling confident and a, a very confident pitcher that has the skill, has the speed, has the accuracy. You know, that's the that's the big thing about pitching sure. in the majors is yess the speed, you know, that they can throw 98, 99, 100 mile an hour fastballs, but, but they've also got, got to place be. it because if you throw those down the middle of the plate, the hitters will catch up to you. There you go. And they'll hit them. Uh, and again, it's when you throw it that hard, it comes off the bat even harder. That's right. Uh, so you've got to have pinpoint accuracy. And that's 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 been the amazing part Eovaldi. to me is they've been able to spot pitch right. as well. And that's what Eovaldi does. Now, when you talk about wagering on and, – and, and when I'm talking about wagering on an MVP candidate, I mean, you've got to kind of decide whether you think the Rangers are going to win this World Series or the Diamondbacks are going to win the World Series because – 
your MVP is going to come typically comes from the, from the winning MVP. team. And uh, so, and and you know, you might want to hedge your bet a little bit. Maybe you want to pick a couple off of a couple of your favorites mm-hmm. off the Diamondbacks and a couple of favorites off of uh, the Texas Rangers. But I'm going to go down a list of some guys that I like right now that have been performing well so far in the postseason and have a potential to keep riding that wave, like Coach said, on into the World Series um, that starts tonight. Um, Eovaldi at 14 to 1. Those are some good odds. He could very well come out, win a couple of starts in the World Series. The Rangers win the World Series. He could very well be be given the MVP. We do not know. That's why they call it gambling. Um, now, for Arizona, Corbin Carroll. Um, he's been playing great. He's a rookie, um, probably rookie of the year in the National League. Uh, he's at 8 to 1. Cattell Marte, uh, terrific second baseman, used to play shortstop. They've moved him over to second base. He's at eight to one. Uh, a super long shot that pitched great, a rookie, Brandon Fott, P F A A D T. I believe it's Fott, <laughs> is how they pronounce that. He is 70 to one. Now, let me tell you something. Fott comes in, pitches a couple of great games. Might might pitch it. Might come in, pitch game seven, throw lights out ball. He very easy could get it, and you've got twenty five, fifty bucks on a seventy to one shot. Fifty bucks on a seventy one shot is oh about thirty five hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah you can pretty good, pretty good make, make some coin there. Also, center fielder Alec Thomas, young young player. He's forty to one for Arizona Diamondbacks. Now move over to the Texas side. Evan Carter, rookie. Terrific, probably American League Rookie of the Year, thirteen to one. Uh, also, another rookie plays third base, Josh Young, nineteen to one. Jordan Montgomery, uh, their pitcher that has been throwing great for the Texas Rangers. He's had four postseason uh, starts with a two point one six ERA. He's twenty to one. And I tell you what, my longest shot of the World Series, Jose Leclerc. The closer for the Texas Rangers, he is 250 to 1. Now, a $10 bet gets you. I was going to say, yeah, $10, it's almost worth it just to throw a couple of dollars a, on a him. A $10 just to bet <laughs> gets you $2,500 on Leclerc. And, you know, hey. You know, I've thrown I've thrown good money after worse after worse <laughs> bets than that. I promise you. Okay, um, we're moving up against our first break, and this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake in the studio with Coach Mike. We're going to talk some NCAA football. We're going to talk about why Michigan has found themselves in the meeting of this in the middle of this cheating scandal, and um, what the ramifications of that might be. We're going to talk a little bit about Titans football. Everybody knows Will Levis is going to start. But first, we've got to take a little break, and we'll be right back. This is Coach Traders Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. 
Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life could be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee.
and welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake in the studio with Coach Mike, and it is Friday, and we've got a lot of football going on this weekend. Now, the, the overall college slate is not as impressive as it has been for weeks leading up yeah. to, up to now. Um, still, still a couple of key games, yeah. Yeah. Uh, number one, Georgia and Florida will be playing in Jacksonville, and the world's largest cocktail party will be going on. And Georgia is a 14-and-a-half-point favorite. Now, does, do they, uh, does, does Florida set up a, a whole bunch of checkpoints along the highways coming, <laughs> coming out of there? You know, they might just – Or they just kind of look you, the other way. Uh, you know, the, the state troopers down there might just throw their hands up and all go to Waffle House for a cup of coffee after the game. Who knows? Um, but Georgia's a 14-and-a-half-point favorite over the Gators in Jacksonville. And uh, they're in North Florida. And, uh, you know, the question is, how much is, you know, how much is Georgia going to start to miss Brock Bowers? You know, how much is they, how much, how much are they going to start? You know, the first game coach, you know, how, how one of, if you, if you have one of your best players, even in basketball, baseball, football, and one of your top players go out with an injury or a sickness, maybe for a game. You see the team come together yeah. and glue together. Man, they, they, they don't miss a beat or they they pull off yeah. a victory, you know, a hard-fought victory. And then the second game, you know. Start you, figuring out why the, the he was the star. That's right. <laughs> you start to miss uh, players like Brock Bowers, arguably one of the best players in college football, uh, definitely the best tight end, might be considered one of the best tight end slash receivers in college football. And then – you know, on third down conversions, third down and seven, third down and six, third down and eight, uh, who knows, third down and three, whatever, third down conversions, he's not there to throw the ball to. And you start going to other receivers, and they, they start, they're not as sure-handed as Brock Bowers, and they drop the ball. So the question is, okay, Georgia's a, you know, they, they've had a high, they've had a Columbia Academy high school type schedule. Columbia Academy may, may even have a harder a tougher schedule, schedule. <laughs> tougher schedule than Georgia this year, but they've had that type of schedule. And, um, you know, we'll see moving forward. But anyway, that's one of the games on. That's a 2 30 start on uh, tomorrow, Saturday. And number eight, Oregon is at number 13. Utah, Oregon is a six-and-a-half to seven-point favorite. Um, that's also a 230 start. Number 20, Duke, is at number 18, Louisville. And, you know, Louisville's kind of hard to figure out. They start out 6-0. and They beat Notre Dame. And, you know, they, you think that, gosh, they're headed to the, the college football playoffs. Then the next week, they lose to Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh is terrible. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, Pittsburgh is really, really bad. And I don't know how – I don't know how that happened. I almost, almost deep in the back of my mind, I, I want to say I haven't that seen game, their roster. Somebody got paid off in that uh, game. I don't know about I mean, that. I'm just uh, saying. One of the things in, in coaching experience, you find out sometimes, I, and it'd be interesting to see. I haven't looked at their roster, but Louisville may have a roster full of young guys, and young guys are notoriously are up and down. They, okay. you know, they'll have a game where they just play lights out. They can't do anything wrong. And then they'll turn right around the next week and they can't do anything right. 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 Uh, right. And it's, you know, as you get more experience, you kind of level those highs and lows out. Yeah. Uh, 
it, you know, real young team, it's kind of feast and famine. Cool. And that may be where Louisville is right now with the, some of their guys. Well, one thing to check on before you put your mortgage down on this ball game between Duke and Louisville uh, that starts at 2.30 tomorrow is check on the availability of Duke's quarterback, Riley Leonard. He he really got his ankle laid on and, and, and hurt against – the late in the late stages of the Notre Dame game. Then he tried to come back last week for the Florida State game, re-injured that same ankle, uh, and so he's still questionable whether he plays. And if he's not playing, I'm not laying a dime on yeah. Duke. And Duke, I don't Duke know becomes a very very average know, team. And I don't know him. what to do about betting on Louisville because I bet on them. <laughs> I bet on their sorry asses against. <laughs> Pittsburgh and lost, so I'm still mad at the Cardinals. Now, um, upset alert, guys, and I know you can, you know, I've, I've had upset alerts before. I've missed them by a mile, but I've also hit a few of them. Number, uh, number three, four, whatever, Florida State is going to Wake Forest. Florida State's favored by 20 points. Wake Forest beats Florida State this weekend. Beats them. The Deacons win the ball game. Out, win outright. Huh? Wow. Uh, I'm, they're definitely going. They're definitely going to cover. But I'm saying they're going to have. They're going to beat them or have a terrific chance to beat them at the end of that ball game. Now, uh, some other upset specials. Jim Mora Jr. coaching University of Connecticut. They've won, I think, one ball game this year. They're playing against Boston College this weekend. Boston College favored by 14. I like UConn to win at Boston College. NC State at home against Clemson. Plus nine points at home against Clemson. Take the Wolf Pack plus the nine points. I don't know that that's win, such a stretch. <laughs> to win outright. Well, nine points is nine points. Clemson, as far as Vegas Clemson, goes, that's a lot. That's yeah, upset, you're right. right. You're right on the odds makers and stuff. But Clemson is so up and down. They're so inconsistent right now. And I, and I, and I have a feeling Dabo Sweeney's know, feeling a, and the, know, the seat's getting really, really warm under Dabo, him. Dabo went uh, to a press conference. You know, Clemson is used to playing uh, – you know, big time, big time, prime time football. You know, the the prime time games. Well, the Atlantic Coast Conference has a broadcasting contract with the CW, which is a network um, like Fox, like ABC, CBS, whatever. It's a cable it's, network, yeah. right? It's just called the CW. Well, the ACC has a contract with them to carry their football games. Now, if the major networks don't want an an ACC matchup, or there's a better ACC matchup, the secondary game gets kicked down to the CW. CW. Well, the other day at a press conference, someone asked Dabo Sweeney, how you feel about ball games going? How about how do you feel about the ball game being kicked down to the yeah, your ball game going your to ball, CW? Your ball game uh, against NC State being kicked down to the CW, and he said, "What's a CW?" He said, I don't know. What, what are you talking about? He goes, the CW Network. He goes, what is that? He said, Dabo said, 
where do I find that on on Direct TV? Where is that on Direct TV? I don't. I don't. He goes. I watch sports programs, and when I have a chance, I don't watch much of anything. Where is that on my Direct TV in, in Clemson? And somebody said it's Channel sixty two, yeah. and he's like, I, I don't. I, I wouldn't know it. Well, that's a, and so you know, and I, I wonder. I wonder the, how the, the station folks, that's giving you some publicity in a situation the, where you wouldn't get any at all beforehand. I wonder how the folks at the CW yeah, feel about. I was going to say that's a can slap Darryl in their Sweeney face. Can not shut up? Can he? Can he not keep? He his, can't help himself. Can he keep his ignorant mouth? He shut? He can't help himself. He's he's been. Uh, you know, he, he refuses. He is, refuses is we, to come into the 21st century. He talks uh, about the NIL, yeah, and, and he says the NIL. We 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 mold our 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 men in the image of God. Talking about the NIL, yeah. which the NIL has nothing to do with the image of <laughs> image of God or how how you mold young men. It's talk, It's yeah. about it's about paying them for their likeness and their images I, and I their think, name. I think the cushion he built. You know, playing for and winning it, a national championship. It's about I think, to be pulled out I, from I under. I think him? that cushion is about to wear too thin now, and that that seat is getting is going to get really, really hot because I have a feeling the the alumni and the supporter, the boosters for Clemson, is going to get tired of this diatribe, especially if he's not well, winning the, games. The term "nouveau riche," which is which means new rich in or, or, yeah. or richly or newly rich in French, is kind of kind of what they're going through, and and, and Dabo going through at Clemson. He's they, they some real success and and moved way up the ladder uh, as prominence yeah. in the football world, and he doesn't quite know how to handle it. Now he's having a little adversity on the back end now. So, you know, yeah, he's, Dabo, clean it up, buddy. You yeah, know, I mean, you, you know, can do you and, can, and do you can disagree. Here, here's the deal. Here's the, here's the deal I would say. You can disagree with the premise of the NIL or the transfer portal and stuff like that. But you got to understand, it's a reality, and you better learn to use it. You know, hey, Saban came out and said, I don't like this. I don't like this idea. It's not – I don't think it's good for football. But then he – what does he do? He recognizes that it's real. And you better – And I, and I better learn better, how to use it. You better get in line and start, and and, start using it. And learn it. how to use it. And guess where? Alabama's you still strong. You better embrace it or, or, yeah, or, or, or it's, get left behind. Or it's going to kick you to the curb. And, and, and so, you know – and. and to me, that's the that's the deal that, that separates Saban from some of the others. He came out and said, I don't think this is a good idea. I think it's gonna hurt in the long run, but this is where this is where the industry's going, or this is where our sport is going. So if I'm gonna be successful, that's what I'm gonna have to do. And he learns how to do it. Okay. And he gets good at it real quick. Uh tonight, <laughs> FAU minus three and a half at the Charlotte. Do you know what their nicknames are? Do you know what the Charlotte? Charlotte. Uh, I'll get, let me give right. you. Let me give you a clue. Brock Purdy, the 49ers. Yes, okay. there you go. All right, coach, you caught on pretty quick. To that a uh, couple other couple other things I like besides I like Michigan State to beat Minnesota this weekend, uh, as well as uh, I've already said NC State over Clemson. I like over in the Georgia Florida game, and I like under in the Tennessee Kentucky game. And speaking of Tennessee, coach. Am I on here? Okay. Yeah. There you go. Speaking of Tennessee, there's some there's some rumors going around on the street uh, connecting the South Carolina upset of last year's Tennessee game. Now this is just rumors. Yeah. It's- but this is but this is the rumor that uh, the Michigan coaches called South Carolina, Coach Beamer and South Carolina, and let his staff 
gave him staff some information on some sign stealing and some sign reading signals, play calls from Tennessee. Let's, and let's give that, some background to that. Though. And the only well, hold on a second. Let me finish my thought. Okay. The only time that South Carolina defense or the defensive captain for play caller for South Carolina ever used a wristband. You know how the you know how the quarterbacks in the NFL have a have a wide wristband mm-hmm. that has plays on it and they're looking as they call they signal them in, they're looking to see exactly what that play is. The only time that the defensive caller on the field for South Carolina ever used a wristband was last year versus the Vols in South Carolina when South Carolina beat the Vols 63-38, to ended their perfect season, uh, and, and it was pretty one of the biggest one of the biggest upsets probably of the college football year last yeah. year, and the word is is that the Michigan coaching staff and signal stealers Connor Stallions and his bunch under Jim Harbaugh gave the signal stealing information to uh, head coach Beamer. What's his first yeah, name? I, I don't even. Chip or I don't know, I don't Josh know. or something yeah, like that. Know. Anyway, gave the head coach of South Carolina and their staff the information to read the Tennessee signals because they wanted Tennessee knocked out of the way for the college football playoffs. And guess what happened? Like you said, one of the biggest shutdowns ever. Now, as a Tennessee fan, how do you feel about that? Well, if it's if it's absolutely true, and again, let's let's preface this: it's rumors, but circumstantial evidence is kind of pointing that way, and uh, you know, we we got to at least needs to be, especially in light of the evidence that's coming out in other circumstances. For you know, it makes sense that to get Tennessee out of the way for the playoff sure. run and, and, and stuff like that, that they would help feed the other team, help help feed South Carolina. But if it's true, if all yeah, this if is true, true yeah. if all this comes out but to be is, true, three to me, years, three years yeah. of signal stealing and cheating by the, by the which, Wolverines. Which tells me this is systematic. It's not just a Coach Harbaugh thing. One or, game. Yeah, one game, one year even. It's a systematic mm-hmm. thing. And if and that's that, the case, then they need to pull an SMU death penalty on them. Okay. I, you all I, heard it. You all heard it here first, uh, Coach. I mean, you know, if that, if that's if it's if it's shown and it's proven that they did it. Now again, let's make sure. Let's make sure that they, you know, that it wasn't. Well, that, but again, it, it, Michigan and is, all the evidence is pointing that way. And you know, the Michigan anal- analyst, uh, the sign stealing guru Connor Stallions, has been fired from Michigan. They fired him. Okay. Um, See, again, and, now, and, and now the they found out that Connor Stallions purchased tickets to more than 40 football games in an effort to record opponent signals in what is, has been unearthed as an elaborate three-year scheme that has rocked the college football world. In uh, The NCAA is investigating the program for a violation of the association rules. So get, get this, Tennessee fans, and I know there's a lot of you out there. The reason – one of the reasons, possibly, why South Carolina embarrassed you, 
upset you the way they did last year was because with help from Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan sign stealing program scheme that's been going on because Michigan didn't want to play you, wanted to get you out of the way, wanted to cement their way into the college football playoffs. And when we get back from this break, we're going to talk briefly just about that. So don't go anywhere. And we've got an eight ball pick for the World Series game tonight. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. We'll be right back. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hoods for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm going to give you all a little look-see. 
We raise 100% non-GMO grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this Southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, Rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charities, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. It's my. And welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio by Coach Mike Lyle, and we were discussing this uh, University of Michigan uh, signal stealing scheme scandal. Uh, and, you know, coaches, this whole thing is, it, it, like we said during, the, you told me during the break. This is not just a one-game thing. This is If this turns out to be true and they're doing some investigations, there are NCAA investigators on Michigan's campus as we speak, and this turns out to be true and been, been done over the last three years, uh, which it looks like it has, uh, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a blatant um, – to me, late violation of a thirty-year-old rule to where you you cannot in-person scout another team and and basically steal their worse, signal. Video, program. Even worse, video. You know that's and that's again even you know you take that another step you video and so what you're doing you is you're videoing as well you're you're videoing the you're just videoing the whole signal caller from the sideline the whole game and then you take that video and you go back and you run the run the football video of say a, a broadcast and you link the two you you link the yeah. sync the two you up sync. and you start to decipher start what patterns. is what yeah you start seeing patterns and he didn't just do it for one game because you wouldn't get. He did it, you know, he would go to their opponents that are coming up and would do like three or four games in a row okay. to get patterns. So, I'm gonna, uh, you know, and again, I'm I'm going to come back to this. If it's proven that they've done it and it's everything's pointing that way, everything's pointing that way. Shut the, the fact, program down. It's, this is system-wide. It's not just hardball. You know, there had to be an athletic director that knew what was going the money was going somewhere, like you said, for travel expenses, ticket prices, uh, lodging, uh 
you Whatever. Know, I mean, every it's expensive to go to every Big Ten school there you know, is. You can't say Harbaugh. You know, can't Harbaugh can't claim ignorance of what's going Hotel on. Hotel rooms, flights, you name it. Somebody sorry, cut the checks. This, somebody cut the checks for these people to travel and videotape if these in, games. And if it's video these wide, games. If it's system wide over the span of three years, then hey, they shut down SMU for recruiting violations that, quite frankly, are no longer illegal. Right, what they did for SMU, they shut them down for four years. Well, let me read. Let and, me you know, cut, let me read this. Cut them ex- off at the knees. I'm sorry. It's just this, they, I, they need to be shut down. I agree with you. Let me read this excerpt, folks, from Yahoo Sports. The breadth of the scheme appears to be massive by University of Michigan. Connor Stallions and a football quote analyst purchased tickets to games at 12 of the 13 Big Ten schools for a total of 30 games, according to a Monday report from ESPN. At least one of the schools produced in-stadium surveillance video of someone recording the sideline in the seat that Connor Stallions had bought, had booked, in the uh, other team's stadium. Okay, he also purchased tickets and wake up. Here we go, Tennessee fans. He also purchased tickets to games involving college football playoff contenders like Tennessee, Georgia, Oregon, Alabama, and Clemson, as well as the last two SEC championship games. So this guy and Michigan were filming just about everybody that they were either going to play, that they were going to play, or possibly they had to leap over to get into the playoffs. And thus, the rumor on the street is that they sent University of Michigan under Jim Harbaugh, sent signal-stealing information to the South Carolina Football department, the, the the whoever's in charge there, and then guess what happened? Tennessee undefeated last year, going down to going down to South Carolina, a twenty four point favorite or something like that, and they get their butts whooped in a very very hard unusual, to believe unusual, unusual fashion, sixty three to thirty eight. And again, you know, you know that doesn't mean that you know. That he, that rattle, you know. Of course, that was Rattler's coming out party. You had Hendon Hooker getting hurt in that game. There were several other factors involved. Knowing but, knowing the plays might have might have might have might have factored into all that. But but yeah, knowing again the the, the total shutdown of, of Tennessee's offense by a team that couldn't really shut down anybody else before that. Um, this is kind of a head scratcher. Yeah, there, there's kind I of mean, a head scratcher know, there, and, and it's but. Even even uh, let's just take that game out, you know. Since where I'm, you know, considered a little bit biased towards Tennessee a little bit. Even taking that out, thirty games over three years of tickets that you don't your team wasn't playing in. I'm not sure if the thirty games or that might have been over a one year span. Yeah. I'm not really quite sure. I but mean, then, it could have been more than that. You know, and then you've got purchase. Again, this to me indicates a system wide effort in this I mean and, I, you know I'm about fed up with these where, I'm about fed up coach with shut these it down. I'm going to get mean, on I'm going to get on my stump right here I'm going to get on my milk crate and I'm going to tell 
I'm about fed up with these college and pro uh, organizations finding the necessity to have to cheat to win. You know, it, it, it makes me sick to my stomach. There's nobody that they, wants to win more than I do. That, but then you got to right. win with integrity. That's right. Have and, some and integrity. Have some class. You and I don't always see eye to eye on this, but this is one we, but, we might have to well, I'm just get on this stuff together. I am together. sick and tired. People <laughs> like the Houston Astros, which I'm glad to see them get beat and and have a good one, Dusty Baker, as you ride off yeah. in the sunset. But I was glad to see them get beat. They're a bunch of cheaters. I don't know why Fox News has people like Alex Rodriguez on their set. He's a cheater sitting up there with possible future Hall of Famers. It, it, it's just ridiculous. Do not promote and do not um, reward reward cheaters in this society. And you and if, tell you what, if you're found out to be cheating like that, you need to have your butt knocked down a few notches, and that includes the University of Michigan if they've been – if they've been systematically stealing signals for three years just to win during college football games, yeah. it's pathetic. You should be ashamed. And if you're a Michigan, if you're a, if you're a, a a big blue supporter, then you should be disgusted and disappointed, Here's- and you need to show your disgust and disappointment and let Michigan know that they you're not going to stand for that, Here's the that other type thing. This, of – This now becomes a big test to just how much control and how much influence the NCAA has as an organization over, college, over the college game. It's been getting less and less and been questioned more and more. What are they going to do about this? Well, I don't and know. how much, how the much thing teeth about do they is, have? The thing about it is it's other members are the victims. Tennessee yeah. could have been a victim of this. Oh, yeah. Uh, Alabama could have been a victim. They, I mean, there's, there's the, a number. What is the NCAA going to do? Because and, and here's the big question is because Michigan is such a big market for them. It, I mean, it's a huge market. There's a lot of money that goes into the NCAA because Michigan plays football. What? And what are they going to do with Doesn't one of their bell cows? I didn't. I, I'm not supporting that. I'm saying, what's the NC? I'm challenging the NCAA to step up and have uh, some integrity about yourself. And if these guys are doing this, take just to win a few. Take ball care games, of business. Take care of business. Clean your house. And shut, and, and, and shut and, this down. And do what you're and, supposed and to do. And send a message to the rest of the people. This is not acceptable behavior. There you go. Will Levis will start for the – will start, and Malik Willis is going to get some playing time against the Atlanta Falcons on Sunday in Nashville. Um, you know, what can you say about that? I, I don't know. Byard is gone. You know. <laughs> I tell you what. I wish him luck I tell because you what, behind that if line. If Desmond Ritter comes in and starts lighting up the Titans' uh, defensive backfield, we'll know. We'll sure wish we had behind Kevin, that line. I hope Kevin he's got Byer his track shoes on. Uh, upset alert on Sunday. I like I like Arizona plus a nine and a half. One in six Arizona Cardinals at home against the Baltimore Ravens. They're getting nine and a half. Uh, Arizona beat the 49ers earlier this year at home. And don't forget about Tyson Bagent. The story continues. Shepherd University Division II from Shepherdstown, West Virginia. He threw for 5,000 yards, 53 touchdowns 
uh, the best ever mark in Division II football. He had offers from Maryland and West Virginia, but his mom and dad went to Shepherd, Uni Shepherd University, and so he went there. He had 53 starts and 159 total touchdowns while he was there. Now he's starting for the Chicago Bears, and his story continues. They His debut, he beat the Las Vegas Raiders 30-12 to Sunday night. What's your he big – What's your eight ball? Eight ball is Arizona Diamondbacks tonight, baby. You better get on them. Y'all have a great weekend. We'll talk to you Monday.